Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to the Punters, mate, on SEN. Welcome back to the punters, mate, uh, for our second half hour on this show this morning. And let's get straight into it, Chris O, with follow, fold or forgive. What have you got for us? Well, a little bit hard with the lack of meetings, Sam, but uh, we're going to go to the Sunshine Coast Poly Track on Wednesday because it's about the only re- meeting we've had recently. So Streaker was very uh, impressive winning our Streaker's Trials, trained by Chris Anderson, ridden by Kyle Wilson-Taylor, who's flying at the moment. Streaker trialled twice, and both of those trials were phenomenal efforts. Straight to the front, just cruised away to score. And he took that form to the poly track on uh, Wednesday, and he raced away and won very impressively. I think Streaker is in for a good campaign. So he is a definite follow. Streaker, that's S-T-R-E-A-K-A. And don't we love a good streaker, Sam? Yeah, well, um, I tell you what, I heard you uh, pushing this on the radio with uh, Tags and Milo during the week. Yep. And... Uh, I, I could tell that there was a lot of confidence in your voice. And then yeah. I watched that race and, uh, wow, wasn't it impressive? Well, we go from the good to the bad. Alora Enzo. Now, this horse just keeps on starting favourite. I uh, After his last start effort at Grafton over 1,400, I told everybody he was after 1,600 metres. And when he got over 1,600 metres, he would win. So he got over 1,600 metres on Wednesday. He went straight to the front and just folded up like a what are they, a pricked balloon, Sam. <laughs> he gave absolutely nothing. So he is uh, well and truly being folded up on. I apologise to anyone out there who took my advice. I should have listened to everybody else. He might have paws, this horse. So we'll fold up on uh, Laura Enzo. One more, same meeting. He knows was first up. Uh, O'Day Hoisted thought that he might uh, be running on late and want a little bit more ground. That was exactly the case, but he ran on well into second spot. Uh, he'll be one to follow this carnival, not carnival, this uh, time of the year. He should get away with a race or two. That's he knows. So Streaker a follow, Alora Enzo a big fat fold, and he knows a follow. Okay. Well, there's uh, some nice horses uh, going forward. That's Two of them sure. are anyway. Yeah, well, t- yeah, sure. yeah. Alora Enzo, you're out. You're in the bin. Yep. You're in the binned. bin. Well and truly binned, as uh, Taggart would say. Now, let's head to Sam Collett, who we have online, of course, SEN Tracks, one of SEN Tracks' favourite jockeys. And uh, I think it's <laughs> Sam's second time on, on this show, or yeah. maybe we had her on the Darling Download. Or, but anyway, she's a complete rock star up here in Queensland and riding up a storm. Sam... A recent trip to Saudi Arabia. Um, tell us about that experience. And, gee, it, uh, following it on social media, it, it looked like a, a fantastic meeting. Yeah. Yeah, morning, guys. Um, just got back from Saudi, well, late Monday night, so I've been sort of straight back into it. But the whole trip was pretty unreal. Um, I was had a sort of fair idea of what to expect before I left, just talking to um, my fellow riding companion, Lisa Allpress, from back in NZ and... Um, but it really didn't do it justice. I mean, the whole occasion and the two days there with the Saudi Cup and um, the atmosphere around it was really something else. Sam, uh, I read a bit about the trip online. I'll I'll go back to the start. I believe you travelled over on business class. How good is that? (laughs) Yeah, you wouldn't think such a small person would need so much room, but apparently (laughs) I did. But, uh, no, it was great. (laughs) 
You were able to stretch right out, just about lie down. Oh, yeah, no, I did, 100%. Like, I um, really just made the most of it. It was um, the only way to travel, I think, if you're going long distance. Yeah, that's the problem now. That's the only way to travel. So when you go back to coach, know, you won't be very uh, happy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no more kettle um, class for me. That, that's right. Uh, now, one of the other things, one of the other little bits out of that uh, item that I did read was that as a female in Saudi Arabia, you couldn't leave leave your room. Is that right? Oh, I could leave the room definitely, but they couldn't use the um, the hotel we were staying in, the Fairmont, lovely, beautiful hotel, sort of most of the Saudi Cup participants over the two days that were flown over were staying there. But I couldn't use the swimming pool or the gymnasium and the hotel just because it's men only. And I think it's to do with their culture. Obviously, it's yeah. held as I believe there were a couple of like gymnasiums and that that were strictly women only like in the city, but it wasn't really somewhere I'd ventured to. Um, but yeah, so I resorted to doing a little bit of running up and down the stairwell in my spare time. <laughs> Good that. Now, uh, t- tell us about the conditions and and the and the obviously the track. Uh, what what was all that like? Yeah, first experience for me riding on the dirt track. Um, having a chat to a few people that are obviously a little bit more experienced at riding on the dirt, they um, they said to me that it, you know the, the kickback wasn't as bad as had what they had experienced in um, other dirt tracks around the place. But my from my own experience, it definitely wasn't too bad. My first ride was probably a wee bit of a shell shock, um, you know, with all the getting used to all the kickbacks, sort of like being dragged behind the back of a car on the sand, I guess. <laughs> um, um, but the, the track itself was pretty good. By the time I sort of had my second my second ride on the dirt, there was obviously one in the middle of there on the their turf track, and the turf track was phenomenal. It was, um, they reckon you can't grow grass in the desert. Well, they've done a pretty good job there. Um, yeah. It was just like a, a carpet, you know, and it raced. They probably had a little bit of a sort of t- got their toe into it a wee bit, um, but it was really well cambered, um, rode nicely. I thought it was fantastic. The, the whole surface, I mean, the 1800 metre start was at like sort of where your mile shoots would normally be on any good, decent sized track here in Oz, I guess. Um, so it was a lovely big long run in. Um, the Riding conditions were great. It actually wasn't as hot as I thought it was going to be. It got quite cool at night times. It probably got down to closer to you know ten degrees. Um, but they had a couple of really nice evening things that they put on for us, and um, yeah, it did get a bit chilly actually. So, but yeah, it's it's just unreal. Um, there obviously no bedding there and no drinking and things like that. So they're really their sole passion is just the racing, and you can tell um, with you know the everyone's reactions and how many people were at the races. It took us. Well, it was usually a half an hour drive to get from our hotel to the race course at Riyadh, and it took two hours the second day Saudi Cup day because there were so many people backed up trying to get into the race course. So they're going there just for the love of the sport. They can't bet. They can't drink. They, they just go there for the love of the sport. Can you imagine that in Australia, Sam? How many people would we get to the races and the pubs and that if they couldn't bet? Well, it's... Uh... Hopefully quite a few, but realistically probably not many. It's not such a bad thing. What about no. Sam? What what about the horses and uh, and what did you did you ride any Arabs? No, no Arabs. Um, the horses that I rode, obviously most well the four I rode were all locals. Uh, lovely horses. They're probably not too dissimilar um, to the types we get back in NZ. I didn't see many big, strong sort of sprinting types that we have here in Australia. Um, you, you know, I don't know whether it's just because. They just don't have them like for the dirt racing predominantly. It's, I don't know if it's, you know, that type of horse is suited to that surface of track. I don't know. But um, 
obviously being for the second day watching the horses go around for the big races, the imports and stuff like that. I mean, they're just a next level, obviously, the the cream of the crop from where they've come from. Um, but the horses were, they were lovely and quiet. And um, the guys, obviously, the guys that are locals there training that do a good job. They all look nice and fit and, and really bright in the coat. And did they have did they have Arab horse racing there? There was a um, Arabs only race, yeah, but I didn't. Like, I don't know if I could tell much of the difference. I don't know if they're like pure Arabs or, or I don't know how how the whole system works there. But um, they're so passionate about it. They've got like a TV channel that's almost like strictly for like the endurance horse racing there, like the Arabs yep. and stuff, which is kind of cool. Now, you've got a big weekend ahead of you, Sam. You're riding at the Sunshine Coast tonight on the poly track. And now, and you make sure you set your uh, your GPS to Toowoomba tomorrow and not Doombin because that's where you'll be going. Um, now just, yes, I've heard. Yeah, we've transferred to Toowoomba. So you're wrapped have you too, ridden, aren't you? Have, you've ridden there. You've ridden everywhere, so you must have been there. <laughs> I have ridden at Toowoomba, yeah. I haven't had a whole lot of exposure there, but I've been there a couple of times now. Um now, I just want to ask you, the poly track. I'm asking everybody I possibly can about the poly track because I'm trying to get an idea and a bit of an edge myself. But how do you find that, that poly track? I mean, it's been a, a lifesaver for our meetings in the last couple of weeks with all the rain. But tell me about the kickback. Is there a lot of kickback if you're off the off the speed? There is a lot of kickback. Uh, it's probably not so bad, actually, but it's the fact that it's with the, um, the makeup of the, the surface with the wax and the fibres and that, it's actually quite sticky and yep. I've heard you know talking to trainers and that of horses that have got back it's taken they've really had to like give the horses a real good wash and almost shampoo them the next day to get the wax off them I know just cleaning my gear is hard enough sometimes if you get back with the way it breaks up it just sort of sticks to you more than anything which makes it worse as opposed to the you know the amount that's coming back as to what stays on obviously like a dirt say the dirt track in Dubai is a lot like a lot more kickback but it doesn't sort of stick to you as much do you think that affects the horses? I mean, I obviously do on face value. I would say, yes, if you cop a bit of that in the face, you're going to lose a bit of momentum. Is that the way you see it? Oh, most definitely. There's a, you know, I would say there's most horses, well, not most horses, I shouldn't say that. There are definitely a, a generous amount of horses I've ridden that haven't loved the kickback. And I think that's why you see most horses that are either wide or sort of in front yeah. are a little bit happier. Uh, it doesn't mean to say that it's got anything to do with the track itself, the way the no. races are run. I just think it's more indicative of the horses that can tolerate the kickback and some that can't. It's obviously tempo-related too. I mean, if they're going to go mad fast in front, like any track, it does sort of seem to set it up. Well, your horses can only go so fast and do so much. Um, so, yeah, but it, it does help, I think, if you're out of it. Now, you're riding, of course, at Toowoomba, as you mentioned, tomorrow. Just looking at some of your rides. Uh, Stardome in race number four, I think, is a horse that can probably just about get away with the money. I think it'd be a lot better place with that 2,000-metre run under the belt from last time out. Yeah, for sure. I'm pretty excited to have a ride for the, uh, the Waller Camp. So um, it's owned by a syndicate that uh, own a lot of horses back in NZ, so I'm sort of familiar with the colours. So it would be nice to get the job done for them over here, like I have done back at home as well. Obviously, the horse is in great form. Um, it's knocking on the door to win one, I would have thought. Can I just ask you, what have you done to the uh, the barrier draw gods? Because you have some horrible oh. draws. You've got, <laughs> I'm just looking I... through your draws tomorrow. 8, 12, 17, 10, 17, 11, 14 and 8. What happened there? I know, honestly, every time I have like a, a, like a book of rides on a Saturday, I swear to God, they're all drawn outside of 10 or it rains and they're all drawn 1, 2 or 3. I, just, I don't know what's going on, but I must be... <laughs> 
due some turn of luck or I don't know, but it does make things a little bit a little bit trickier. Um, obviously, people don't want you to be three wide, but then you've got to be aware of how much not to be. you've got to use to go forward. And Yeah, but you know, you've either got to go forward or go back, and you're either giving ground to get back to try and get one off or you pray that you get one off and be midfield or you use gas to go forward. So I don't know. Like As a rider, personally... Um, it does not necessarily all the time, but I would sort of, sort of roll the dice and jump and find a position where my horse is comfortable. And if it was sort of if three wide was the best I was going to be, then and the horse is comfortable, I think it's probably sometimes better than burning the gas to make the ride yep. look pretty or giving ground away and then having to make that ground up. It all depends on track conditions too, but it does make it a bit harder, obviously. Just uh, one other ride. You've got a heap of rides, so I won't go through them all. But uh, self-indulgent goes around in the three-year-old uh, jewel prelude for Tony Gollan. An awkward gate, obviously, but uh, a horse that's racing very consistently. Yeah, she is. She was one that was sort of unstuck by the bad draw last start, and I did have to burn burn a bit of gas um, to get across last time, which wasn't really ideal. So without talking to Tony, I'm not too sure how we're going to play that with her. Um I don't think she's a filly that necessarily has to be on speed, but like I said, I'll have to sit down and see what horses are. Obviously, with the change in venue, what happens, there could be a whole lot of scratchings. The whole field might stay in, so then we've just got to make a game plan to try and do the best thing for her. Obviously, Toowoomba's a tricky enough track with the rise and, and how that works, so being parked out there is, and doing any extra work going uphill, to me, is probably not going to be great. Um, but then we're going to get too far back, then it's, yeah, it's going to be tricky to say the least but the horse herself is really really well I've sat on her this week um she's obviously come through that run last start really well and Tony and the team have done a great job with her as they do all of them so she's well capable of, of running some sort of race but I'm just going to have to negotiate the draw as best I can. Sam you had a busy night tonight and then now you've got four scratchings can you tip us into uh anything that you're riding tonight in the sunny coach? <laughs> I, I wish I could like I don't know yeah, too much about the ones. Obviously, Nat McCall's horse is probably one that's trained on track and is probably used to the synthetic. Um, so she's probably just looking at what I've got left, the best chance of mine. Um, I haven't had a winner for that yet, so that'd be good to, to chalk up one for her. But other than that, I think it's just rolling the dice and seeing how we go. Great chat. Uh, very insightful. And uh, all the best for the weekend, Sam. Uh, thanks for coming on Putters Mate this morning. No worries. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Sam. There is uh, Sam Collett, who has uh, been riding up a storm since uh, basing herself here in Queensland. And uh, I'm sure we'll continue to do so. She's getting good opportunities and uh, just rides soup. So we are off to a break now, and uh, we'll come back on the other side, and we'll wind it up, Chris. See if we can find a winner, Sam. Yeah, good.